some reasons why we are not able to understand the people around us egotism is one reason we are too self centered or ego centered we think that the whole world is surrounded around us another reason is anxiety we are so much anxious about our things our perspective and our things we don't have a time to think about other people third reason naive realism we think that everybody sees the world same as we see the world another reason is lesser mind problem as we don't have access to other people mind same way we have access to our mind we think that other minds are more simpler and our mind is more complicated another reason essentialism or stereotyping we generalize people we think that germans are like that french are like that that culture is like that so we somehow generalize people so we don't get a curiosity to understand those people another reason is static mindset we somehow think that once a person we judge on something they are always like that but actually people may be evolving but we don't take care much on that so we think that okay once this man is like that he's always like that there is a famous story by winston churchill mother a couple of stories in the book but we'll only take a selective one so churchill mother met two politicians one gladstone and after the meeting she told that uh, i just found the one of the most cleverest person and then he she met benjamin disraeli and then she told that he make me feel that i am the most intelligent person so mostly we will be go with gladstone most of the time we are always trying to make or show or present ourselves in such a way that we are the smartest cleverest and the most best people around us but to understand the people we should be somewhere like benjamin disraeli should make other people open their mind talk about it and all such things are important so this books have couple chapters or mini chapters we did not go chapter by chapter we just mix and match chapters just to give you some insights so that you can just apply understand and apply in your life let's talk about another story a man standing on one side of a river bank and there is a lady on the opposite side of the river and she is asking him how can i get to the other side of the river and the man replied famously he replied you are already on the other side of the river why you have to come why i have to do you already there that is something we think about perspective because we always think the perspective what we are seeing is all other people are seeing the same one of the secrets which we can tell or one of the most important one or a specialist one for elon musk is that he may have lot of other skills maybe you already evaluate but there is one skill which make him very special he is able to take at least tall perspective or a dozen perspective on a problem we most of us are centered around one or two perspective and we lock it there but that's not the thing so artificial intelligence is going to replace many jobs maybe the most of the jobs what you are doing now it will be replaced soon but there is one skill which cannot be replaced by artificial intelligence which is to understand a person 
because machine is going to do its machine part only we human have to do our part to understand the other person emotional or social being so even every job has been taken care or conquered by artificial intelligence there is one job going to left and that is how to understand a person so in bell laboratories that was a famous question happening they found that some of the employees are very much productive so naturally as a company just trying to get more growth they try to investigate what is the secret behind this so they try to see many aspects what are this they are doing something special or like what is the things so they don't get anything but they get only one point which is that all of these productive employees they are talking to a scientist nyquist is famous for theories and all communications theories and all and what is important for nyquist he is not nyquist is not preaching someone anything he is actually listening much asking questions make those people authors of their story they are getting being heard they are being listened and that somehow then he tried to share suggestions and all and bell laboratories found that that interactions with the scientist is the secret of all those productive employees so for understanding a person it's it's not a skill you can learn from a course it's going to be a grown or it has to be built up and that is where the information to the knowledge to the wisdom so wisdom is something like you are able to grasp a person in a very short point in time and that's something like which we can relate to franklin d roosevelt in 1930s fdr was hosting a 28 year old congressman in white house his name is lyndon johnson and after lyndon johnson left fdr roosevelt has talked to mr harold his secretary telling that you know harold that is a kind of an uninhibited young pro i have been if i am not gone to harvard and he told afterwards fdr predicted that's where the wisdom is coming in the coming generation the power of the balance of power is going to shift between south and west in that kind of situation this kid is going to be the first southern american president and fdr prediction actually happened he became the president so that is the wisdom or understanding of a person like which you can hone and hone and hone and improve and make it a skillful so knowing is a whole body experience it's a holistic thing we try to miss see people we only see a piece of them we somehow have to be receptive open up to the experience of a person if you try to close the book you cannot write anything on that so you should have some level of receptivity and active curiosity uh, some thing like okay affection used to tell that affection is something like we you separate the reasoning from the emotion you have to have some level of emotional attachment to a person to understand a person you have to somehow leave the logic for some point in time and take the reasoning active curiosity to understand a person reverend paul 6 has told that modern man listen more willingly to a witness than to a teacher okay and if he does listen to a teacher it is because they are witnesses 
somehow what his poll poll has given a very appreciable understanding about that problem so small talks which is being we used to tell that okay how are you how is the weather and all such things which is actually something like an underappreciated quality first quality of accompaniment is that you should have some level of patience okay you will get small talks that makes the things more patient that's an opportunity we don't use that much to understand it so most precious gift it's actually you will not find it when you are searching for it you will be just waiting for it and it will come so that somehow in involved like a surrender of power if you surrender yourself the ego or a you as a you and your purpose the gifts will just come to you that's it so it's a beautiful to behold it's a surrender of power and you just wait for a person to just present itself and you can be receptive and curious about this ralph waldo emerson famously told that people see only what they are prepared to see so there is actually two layers of reality an objective reality and a subjective reality same thing which you are looking at is different from how i am perceiving it so the crucial question for every person is not what happened it is to see and interpret the things how does the person interpret that what happened to him that is the most important thing a personal point of view is something like a creative artist he take the experience because whoever is creative they take all the experience of his life of his reading and all this thing is integrating or whatever is the creative artist he just combine it there so cognitive scientists call it as constructionism when we open our eyes we see lot of things right but that is all that colors that sounds which you are hearing me now or a color you are seeing now, everything is actually a perception or a constructive understanding in actual fact if you go to the physical or the theory of physics and all these matters and all the whole universe doesn't have any color or anything it is just a bunch of waves and particles our brain perceive it perceive it in such a way that and we are just seeing it as we and someone else around us is seeing the same thing we think that that is there that's a point but otherwise it's a bunch of waves and particle and we are constructing our reality so how to talk in a nice way to a person so if you consider attention don't take attention as an or or, or treat attention as an on off switch you cannot consider attention as a dimmer you cannot regulate it if you are not attending that is doesn't mean there is a no partial attention attention is either full or no it's a binary topic so don't consider it as attention is a dimmer it's a on off switch and be a loud listener that is important when you are talking to someone you should be able to listen with your emotions and everything you should be whole there so that will show in your body language and all and third thing is that favor familiarity actually we think that people are interested to talk about unfamiliar things but actually when you are trying to talk people always try to talk about something which they know or they try to interpret the things based on what they know that's our how our brain work it create patterns and understanding and all and another part is that whoever is telling you something make them the authors not the witnesses let them be the author and also 
don't fear about the pause okay if you are having a talk or something a good talks are happening don't fear the pause sometime the pause create something more interesting and you can do the looping also like for example when where the last person stop you can provide that person additional supporting questions just to have the story flow backwards and you can be a mid midwife model you don't have to be a wife a midwife is something like there is no going to give a birth it is assisting the other person in the own creation you don't have to create it just assist it that's what we mentioned earlier about the looping also also when there is a disagreement try to find the disagreement under the disagreement when there is a disagreement actually you will see what is showing in front of us but maybe there is somewhere below that disagreement there is another level of disagreement if you are able to see that then you will be able to understand the problem and make it a good conversation or something similar to negotiation and transactions and all but that's how a good talk should work so the right questions most of us if you are working on a career and all you will be getting an opportunity to interview a lot of people and interviews are notoriously failure because most of the time we hire a lot of people and then at the end we come to understand that they are not the right people somehow two people have the same agenda who are interviewing and interviewing because one is trying to understand the person other is trying to just make sure that he understand only what he want them to understand so the way or the first thing the author is telling is to understand about in, in a job interviews first thing is to check for the extreme talent talent is something extreme talent is something else like you can you can consider tennis as a work and you can tennis as a passion like thomas edison told that i never did a day work it was all fun you can call him he is a scientist he is a day worker he was a company owner and all these things but that was not the answer and second thing is that there should be some level of spirit of generosity with the person will this person be kind to others that's also an important thing because when you are trying to hire someone if you have a passion to understand an extreme talent is there and at the same time he has a generosity to understand another person he can become a a team player a better team player and he will be a passionate worker so attitude is more important than aptitude as the saying goes pain that is not getting transformed it is going to be getting transmitted the point is that there is some unchanneled energy of your emotions and things are there it is going to be channeled somewhere else just beware that so social disconnection because people live in multiple scenarios all the people you are meeting every day they will be born up in different different scenario you cannot be able to judge it somehow the social disconnection may be happening in the society in the home or even between the siblings so when the people social disconnection somehow warps the mind people feel unseen they shut down socially they start to offense and become afraid of the things it's something like which is something like a loneliness they just feel to like meanness that so that's something which you have to look at also the blindness of the people so if you are socially disconnected that will make you challenging to understand other person because your mind is already warped 
and you don't want to see it. So you have to open that disconnection and somehow resolve that. So in hard conversation, actually there is two levels of conversation in every conversation. One is the power relationship between the participant. It has two levels. One is an official conversation. Another one is an actual conversation. So the point is that most of the time we try to ignore that part. If you try to split your motive or, or for example, I'll make it more simpler. Right? You are talking to someone that is going to be a crucial conversation or harder conversation. You think that it's not easy because the other person understanding and his argument, you already know it. So the first way to take it up is that you split your motive and present it to the other person. So that way other person will not spend energy to just try to argue with you to understand you or he's trying to always pushing you to understand your motives. But if you already open the or you reveal that one, then that makes things easy. Then they are not like they're not going to send what they are. Then they are going to just agree on the things. The harder conversation will become a more easier conversation and you can have a more productive, crucial conversation. So a person is a lifelong project of crafting their own life. Even in our childhood, we live twice or more than twice. First, we live in a childhood. Later on life, we'll go back to that childhood and revisit them to understand. As an adult, as all the, all these people we have, we try to revisit our childhood. That's why Wordsworth told, child is a father of man. It's something like a source of spiritual nourishment. The challenge in seeing that you should have some level of double vision to understand a person. Don't see as a person as a person now. How he reached there, that is a long project, a lifelong project. It has become that person. For sure, that person will be going back to his childhood. But you can also step back and perceive each individual person and then how to see that how the generations has poured into this person, how the culture has just poured into this person and becoming the who he is. So that somehow avoid the stereotyping and generalization. You can tell that, okay, such country people are that, this country is like this, that country. But if you try to understand that person as a project, as, as an entity, as a creation, as a creative endeavor, then you can better understand that person. Something about empathy. The point is that babies, especially when a child is born out of the womb, he is starting to, the urge for appreciation is actually starting there. So in the beginning, until the two year of age, uh, babies cannot understand he is a separate entity. He feels that he and the parent is the same. And they try to being seen also. If they are not being seen by his mother or the caretaker, then they'll get traumatized. But after the age of two, he'll try to understand, okay, I am a separate and my parent is a separate thing. That moment onwards, the conflict happened. And then the baby will try to do all the things, not because he want to do, just because her mother or his father is just want to make sure that he just trying to claim his own identity. So the point is that if you look back to our earlier chapter, 
the point is that we try to revisit our childhood so imagine a two year old when you are you are not being appreciated by your parents or understand the parents because we have a book in our channel called good inside and all talking about such things like the babies are inherently good inside and all so the point is that if you are not trying to take that separation of personality and you have been either avoided or deprived because when you get avoided you feel like you pretend that you don't have needs then you somehow limit yourself on that or suppose you are a baby who have been deprived the needs of the child are been ignored okay baby go and ask his parents okay i want this i want that is been ignored they they will think that i am not worthy enough so those deprivation those avoidance as we mentioned it's a lifelong project is being taken care so a person can be born in this way also they are not going to sell your biography before you talk to a person so you have to somehow have a curiosity and receptivity to understand it and search for it and wait for it as well another thing is over reactivity suppose some people have been abused or threatened or something so person afflicted they will have a hyperactive threat detection system they will over react to a scenario if you try to see a people in that way you can mostly get they have been abused or they're live it in such a traumatized scenario also passive aggression suppose you you are born and brought up in where a home where anger was terrifying you will be having such level of passive aggression you cannot see it straight away but aggression will be passively there on every task like there will be frustrations on every task you are seeing so empathy to understand a person or art of empathy has actually three skills first one you have to mirror it if somebody is having that over reactivity and passive aggression depression avoidance and all try to mirror that so that they will be more able to open up your thing second thing you can mentalize it you can just step in their shoes and mentalize the scenario and third thing naturally or more compassionately that is caring if you do this three three skills you can empathize with that person and you can able to understand that person better we tend to assume that world is benevolent and grief or the pain or suffering is not a state but a process it's a period of grief so the point is that most people live in a normal life or routine life but when they hit with a suffering or a grief that can sometime become a turning point so that that will change their understanding of their reality that shake their mental models they can use that to construct a new reality so for example if you see a person's reality and understanding has been totally changed it could be a reason because he has met with a tremendous grief okay you are living like a normal life suddenly you have a big loss that can transform you because that is going to shake your construction constructive understanding of the world around you so search for that as well so george w bush the ex american president was been known for an extrovert or he's a famous extrovert even the his father george w bush is a toddler itself he was very much active person even in sunday school every of his colleagues or the friends in the school they used to just uh, wish the teacher as teacher but Uh, George Bush George W Bush call him here little lady 
so that's how much uh, extrovert he is sometime when he has a conflict with uh, one time with an opposite opposition governor and uh, he was when he was a governor and all he go and kiss that person and uh, then that he tried to just melt a situation so easily with his charisma but the point is at same time he got a high score in extrovert he got a very less score in curiosity he is a very less curious person so that mixture of high extroversion and low curiosity is what actually contributed to the catastrophic decisions during iraq war and all as per author so you cannot extrovert is maybe a good character good understanding when dealing with people and all but if you have a less curiosity you are going to be in trouble by yourself you cannot judge or reason a situation properly without active curiosity without active curiosity to understand the problem and understand the person in front of you so somehow we are reaching to the conclusion so three more skills extroversion as we mentioned this core high drawn to all positive emotions so if you want to understand a person is more extrovert he will be more drawn to the positive but the point is that as we mentioned they will have a trouble also but there is another category people were called they are be more conscientious consciousnessness actually that's more like an excellent impulse of control they will be less to procrastinate they will be ability to focus on long term goal and all but the point is that they'll be very much sensitive as well another thing is that neuroticism which is also respond powerfully to negative emotions you can also look for such people be careful with such people and third third or, or final one is agreeableness there are some people who get more agreeable good at getting going but still you should have some level of active curiosity around there so the point is that these are all some insights to understand the person as we mentioned understanding a person or a person itself is a lifelong project even you saw someone yesterday you don't have to stop or act curiosity on that person today because he is still a lifelong project project is still ongoing so if you like to interest in similar books we have a book in our channel called digital body language check it out the same as well until we come across with the next book bye thank you for now